ever felt lost, like you weren't on the right path? Then we have a verse for you today. Hello and welcome to Love and Encouragement to Live By. I'm Tammy Thompson, a Christian author under the pen name of T.S. Thompson. And you can find out more about my books by visiting my website at ts-thompson.com. And I'm Joe Heather Dodson, your Christian coach, helping you discover what God has next for your work, your ministry, and your life. Learn more about my coaching services at yourchristiancoach.net. Well, thanks for joining in today for your weekly dose of love and encouragement as we talk about Psalm 1611 to help deepen your Christian living. I'm excited. So if you if you get caught the last one, we're doing these like spring lights. We kind of changed the format up a little bit where we're going to be just more loosely talking about verses back and forth. So <clears throat> the verse we'll be talking about today, so if you got your Bible, go ahead and turn to it, is Psalm 1611. And I'm going to be reading from the King James Version. Um, it's a short psalm. This is the last one, the last verse in the psalm. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. So my my initial thoughts, Joe Heather, about this is a this is a, a blessing verse, right? On God's promises. Yeah. How beautiful is that? What about you, Joe Heather? What do you think about initially about this verse? Yeah, I mean I just felt like it was just a beautiful closing line to this psalm and you know, it made me think of what life with Christ is like. And so, you know, I was I was looking through it's not a very long psalm. Uh, and I was looking through it and, you know, verse six talks about you have a delightful inheritance. And so it made me just smile knowing, oh, Jesus, he's my delightful inheritance. Mm, that's so beautiful. Let me just take a moment here before we dive into the, to the, the breaking down each verse and, and sharing with you. Um, that if you're enjoying our podcast, you know, so please sign up on our weekly newsletter um, and you can share this link, the show notes, whatever you're listening to the podcast or the video with others. And don't forget to like, share, follow and subscribe. And you can help us grow or help our podcast grow by partnering with us through prayer, offering financial support or serving as a sponsor spotlight. So I went ahead and printed out my little notes as we dive into this, and then we'll go back and, and sum everything up at the end here. Um, <clears throat> so the first first part I'm going to talk about of the of the scripture we're talking about today is, you will show me the path of life. I like just taking a little chunk and just meditating on it. So one of the first things I know is will. Whenever you see will, that's a promise. Will is not a maybe. It's mm-hmm. a promise. Yeah. So he will show you. And then show means that God's got to show me something because I can't find it on my own. I can't get there. I'm not looking. I, you know, he's going to have to show me um, the path of life. And God has to guide me, you know, to it and point it out to me. Mm-hmm. Show still means that I still have a choice to go forward. And we can look at this as, as salvation, right? That this, the path of life obviously points to Jesus because he is life. Like all things were created through him. He is life. It's points. God's going to point us right to Jesus every single time with everything, you know? And so, but we still have that choice to make just because he says he's going to show you the path of life. Doesn't mean he's going to pick you up bloop, and plop you down in it. Like on a video game or something. <laughs> no, right. no. Yeah. Right. We still have to make that choice yeah. to make. He's going to show it to you and you have to decide, do you want to walk on that path of life? Yeah. I mean, I think, that's very powerful what you just said because, you know, as I look at the line, you know, it clearly says the Lord reveals all to me, right? Mm-hmm. A- anything that is a revelation, he's going to reveal it. 
but I have to choose to seek him, right? Because you said it's a choice. I have to choose to seek him and to say, Lord, will you reveal? Will you reveal? And you, you guys know I'm a coach and, you know, and I work with clients. We usually start our sessions by praying and asking the Lord to provide wisdom, for, for whatever they're working on because his word promises that he will give wisdom to those who seek it from him. And so that's a choice, right? It's a choice to say, hey, God, will you reveal the way forward? And mm -hmm. so, you know, I believe that you know, God is fully present in your life, whether you acknowledge it or not. And he is ready and willing to show you the spirit the path that you're supposed to take. All of a sudden I'm picturing a path and it's dividing and I'm not knowing which way to go. Um, but, you know, we could even elevate this above just just individual situations and say there's there's an ultimate choice between two paths. You know, Jesus talked about it in Matthew 7 when he said, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it, but small is the gate, narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. But here it's saying, in the version that I'm looking at right here, Tammy, it says, you will show me the way of life. And so mm -hmm. God will, you said, <clears throat> it's a promise. I like that way yeah. of life, because mm -hmm. it's not just, it's not just, I mean, obviously it points to Christ, but you can apply this to every part of your part of your life. Yeah. When you get a decision to make, how are you going to live for Christ? Are you going to take the, the prideful path, right? Are you going to yeah. take the distracted path or the sinful path? Yeah. It's all choices. Which way do you want to go? And whenever you're trying to make a big decision, I remember when I was trying to buy this house, you know, a lot of things came up that I could have walked away from the contract that we were on. I kept going back to God. What do you want me to do? And I would see these, you know, I could see the path, which you got to show me what to do. I will follow, but you got to, you gotta be that lamp right. up to my feet. You gotta be clear so I can Amen. make the right choice, right? But yeah. this is you can go here. But he said he will show you. So have yes. confidence. Even if you gotta wait a little bit to wait on the Lord to show you which way to go. Don't just say, Well, I haven't heard from him, I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick a straw. <laughs> exactly. Roll the dice, right? I know that you, right? yeah. you wait on the Lord and he will show you. He will show mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So the next line we're gonna talk about is in your presence is fullness of joy. Now, we've done a whole episode on joy. I encourage yeah. you to go back and, and really study what joy is and stuff. But the one thing that popped out to me here is, you know, in his presence. We, you know, we talk, we've talked about dwelling before the Lord and, and, and uh, you know, just being being with Christ. Mm -hmm. And, and what, where, what is that? It's the fullness of joy. So to me, that tells me that if I, if I want to have the fullness of joy, I have to be near God on my own. I'm never, ever going to experience the fullness of joy. I might have joy. I might have some fun. I might have some some happiness and stuff, but the fullness of joy. So mm -hmm. if there's a fullness, that means there's a not fullness on your own, yeah. Yeah. right? Because it's saying in his presence. So to me, that's the only way I'm ever going to have that fullness of joy. And, and when we go to heaven, like, you know, Jehovah, we're talking, at the beginning, we go to heaven, we're always going to, we're going to be forever and eternally in the fullness of God's joy. Mm. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, as you said, we've talked about joy a, a quite a bit in the past. And if you guys haven't seen that, I encourage you to go back and, and listen to that. Because, I mean, we love talking about the joy of the Lord is my strength, you know, is mm. our strength. And it is in his presence that I experience the fullness of joy. And, you know, and, and, and the the version I'm reading here, it says, granting me the joy of your presence. I mean, just just mm. 
God be in that joy. And what's neat is Tammy recently, and I'm not going to remember the verse that it, it came from, Tammy. It might spark for you. Tammy was recently talking in one of our episodes about how Christ went to the cross for the joy that lay before him, right? Mm -hmm. That joy. And she pointed out that the Holy Spirit had revealed that you, you were the joy that Christ saw that carried him through and said, I'm going to the cross for you. You listener, you Tammy, you Joe Heather, you you know Peggy, you Sue, whoever you are, you Tom, you know, I'm going to the cross for you. You're my joy. And now God's saying, oh, you know, have joy in my presence. And so as I read this statement, you know, it says, uh, I was looking at it this weekend and I was reading some articles and things just to see what other people were saying about this verse. And I love what this one article said. It said that God refers to himself as I am, mm. right? Which indicates that he lives in the present. And so, you know, I've always thought about my God who is and was and evermore shall be. I mean, the word talks about that. And so, you know, he, he is with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. You know, he is present. And, um, you know, uh, Jesus talks about, I believe it's Matthew 6, that he says, if we seek the kingdom of God first, we will, and we experience that right standing with God, and of course that right standing is only possible through Jesus, then we'll be filled with the joy of the Lord. And I mean, a life filled with the joy of the Lord, I mean, I wouldn't pick anything else but that. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I know you're talking, um, <clears throat> I was thinking back to a conversation I was having with God earlier this morning. I'm trying to get a lot of things accomplished and, and I don't like time constraints. I feel stressed over not enough time. And, <laughs> yeah. and Lord said, well, you know what? There's not time in heaven, Tammy. You're mm -hmm. not going to have this when you go to heaven. There won't, there's no time in heaven. Can you just wrap mm -hmm. your brain around that for a minute? And when you go to heaven, there is not going to be the limits of time. We're not going to have to worry about, oh, I only got an hour to do this. Or, no, there's not going to be, we're going to be outside the limits of time. Yeah. Wow. And so wow. that's why God has such peace. He's not, the pressure of time that we put on ourselves is, God doesn't have that in heaven. You know, and so I'm just, you know, it's like, wow. You know, that being able to look amazing. forward to all that, that yes. joy. There definitely will be joy without the pressure of time. Amen. Amen. All right. So I'm going to talk about the last uh, part of this verse here, which is, this is a beautiful part. So, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now, you might read this and think, what is that talking about? These are the kind of verses that you need to really study because when they get your attention like that, it's just saying, ask me, ask me, come and ask me what this means. So, <clears throat> one of the first things that, you know, I was re reading this last night and talking to God about it was God created pleasures, but man has perverted them. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times people think when there's a pleasure, there's a guilt associated with it. Mm. You know, I mean, you see that the way sexuality is perverted, right? Mm -hmm. One of the pleasures yeah. that he set aside between husband and wife. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, and that's what mankind does is he perverts the pleasures of God. God never meant for pleasure to be perverted. He mm -hmm. created pleasure. So think about this, okay? Everything that you touch, that you see, that you taste, that you smell, because God enjoys the sweet smelling of the incense. Yeah. You know, there's pleasures that he created for his enjoyment. We're created for his enjoyment. Right? So he created all these pleasures. He created yeah. our body to be able to experience pleasure. Yeah. You know, when you smell a flower, we didn't have to have that built into us. He didn't have to put that in us. Mm -hmm. You know, for you to be able to see the, sun, the sunrise and the sunset and think, wow, that's, 
That makes you feel good. You know, I got talking about, you know, when you get on the treadmill and stuff, you know, when you, and you're running and you're talking about this on the last episode, that endorphins kick in. Mm-hmm. Pleasures. We were built to experience pleasure. Why? Because we're made in the image of God. So when we, and I'll, I'll talk about this here in a second, but so when we get to heaven and stuff, pleasures forevermore, there is no going to be no guilt associated yeah. with pleasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be beyond what, what, the pleasures we have here, I think, are limited. Yes. The kind of pleasure that we're going to, just thinking about the pleasure of being before God. Yeah. Yeah. That what that's going to be like. That's going to be delighting in Him. I mean, you're going to have you're going to have new new vocabulary when you get to heaven because you're not going to be able to express it in our in what we have right here. You know. Yeah. So then yeah. the next thing that point yeah I know. So the next thing that point out was the righteous hand. Because I, I, I always look at so when we look at here is the right hand, but you know, first other scriptures about the righteous right hand of God. Mm-hmm. You know, so these are righteous pleasures, right? Because it says yeah. at your right hand. Our pleasures forevermore. Mm-hmm. These are righteous pleasures. These are the good things that God has intended. Pure yes. pleasure for you. And, and he has it too. He wants you to experience the godly pleasures that he has set aside. With no guilt yeah. from it. Yeah. And then who else sits at the right hand? We always got to point back to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. sits at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. Now, don't you think that God takes pleasure in his son and all that oh, he did yeah. on the cross mm-hmm. and everything else? The mm-hmm. pleasure that he has in him. He wants us to experience that. Yeah. I mean, do you ever think of that when, I mean, we're getting ready to come up, you know, when, at the time we're filming this, Easter's coming up, mm-hmm. you know, and start thinking about he went to the cross for you. Yeah. Do you take pleasure in that? Mm-hmm. No, but I, I think God wants you to, mm-hmm. to, to experience the pleasure with the blessings that, because that, I think God was pleased. I mean, he had to turn away and look at him, but he was pleased that Jesus took that yeah. on him for his love for us. Yes. And that we can, we can, then we may not be able to comprehend that because it breaks my heart when I think about what Jesus went through at the cross. I mean, it's hard for me to like not tear up when I think about all that He went through, you know. But the joy was set before Him. Look what, mm-hmm. look what that sacrifice get, gives us to be able to have the pleasures forevermore with Jesus. We're, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. We're going to be with Him yeah. in heaven because of what He did at the cross to experience those pleasures forevermore. Yes. Because all things were made through Christ. All things mm-hmm. were made through Christ. And with him, we're going to be able to enjoy all of these things. Everything he made. Remember, Christ made everything. Through him, all things were made. Mm-hmm. Everything you touch, the flowers, everything I'm talking about, the, the way chocolate tastes, whatever it is that you, you delight in, that you yeah. take pleasure in, all those things God made through Christ for you mm-hmm. to experience. And when we go to heaven, we're going to have the fullness, the fullness of his pleasures forever, forever. Yes. That's yes. something to be excited about, don't you think, Joe? It is something to be excited about because, you know, I'm just imagining, just in my mind, Christ seated at God's right hand. Mm-hmm. And to know that as a believer in Christ, I am in Christ. So, therefore, I am at God's right hand, right? And yeah. I can't, like you said, can't take all that truth in. Um, but to to believe that, you know, I'm in right standing and that God takes pleasure in me. He wants me to experience his pleasures, you know, of living with him forever. Because, I mean, he is the everything. He is our everything. And to know that God intends good things. And maybe I can't I can't understand it all right now. And maybe you as a listener can't understand all that right now. Um, that's why we're talking about it, so that you can have a conversation with God and say, God, do you really love me like that? Do you really want to give me all these good things, even though I've made all these bad choices? And mm-hmm. he's going to say 
you know, he's going to speak to you directly in your heart through the power of the Holy Spirit, which is his spirit living in you. And he's going to answer those questions. And I feel confident in what that answer is, but I'm not going to say it because I want you to get that answer from the Holy Spirit. So it just makes me think this weekend I was talking with my Sunday school students and um, we were talking about a, a vision that, it, that it, God gave Ezekiel of a future place called the Lord is there, right? Mm. And, um, and, and how we're looking forward to that day. And I asked them, I said, what is it that makes you look forward to being in God's presence? Because we're talking about being in God's presence forever in that future place. And, and here are these young people, the words coming out of their mouth. They said, hey, you know, we'll be with God and there won't be any more pain. There won't be sorrow. There won't be tears. We won't be separated from our loved ones. All of those sad and sorrowful things will be wiped away. And just like it's saying here, we'll have the pleasure of living with God forever. Mm. Forever. So I'm going to just pause for a moment and share with you today's sponsor spotlight. Our episode is sponsored by our very own Tammy, otherwise known as T.S. Thompson. She has a deep desire to move readers with her books and to share the light of God to uplift and inspire you. She's blessed with the gift of storytelling and believes the world is in need of good family-friendly books everyone can enjoy. You can find out more about Tammy and her books at ts-thompson.com. That's ts-thompson.com. If you want to be a sponsor of a future episode, or if you want to feature your favorite ministry effort, just contact us at loveandencouragement.com. Now, this has been a great episode. And um, there's a lot of um, blessings that come from just going into the word and asking God questions and letting him minister to you. And, and letting the Holy Spirit do that, that work. And one of the things, you know, if we're getting ready to close, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to say that, you know, God's a good God. Mm. He's a good God. And he has good things that he wants to share with you, mm-hmm. things he wants to give you, you know, but these come through salvation. You know, as Joe Heather was giving the sponsor message, the Lord's like, you got to tell them, yeah. you got to tell them, Tammy. So I'm going to tell you, you want these things, you, you have to put your faith in Christ, the path of life. Because if you're not on the path of life, then it's the path of death. Mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't put your faith in Jesus, maybe you just stumbled across our pod- podcast, you know. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is that way. And you could have that right now. All you have to do is just put your faith and trust in him. And that doesn't matter so much with the words that you say. You just surrender your life. You know, yes. confess, you know, you're a sinner. I, I made mistakes. I'm not perfect. I need you, Jesus. I can't get there on my own. Mm-hmm. Will you save me? That's all you got to do. Yeah. And if you put, if you honestly in your heart put put your faith and trust in him that all these promises, all the goodness through Christ, because Christ is the only one. Mm-hmm. It's something I was, I was studying the other day and the revelation that God gave me. Jesus is the only one who could have died on the cross for us because life was made through him. And since he is life, he's the only one who could give us eternal life. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who could pay for sin. It had to be Jesus and nobody else. Right. He's the way. And so I encourage you, you know, to put mm-hmm. your faith and trust in him if you haven't already. And um, it's a great kingdom. It's going to be pleasures forevermore, forevermore. Mm. Amen, Tammy. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I'm looking back in this uh, Psalm 16, verse 2, and it says, you know, I said to the Lord, you are my master. All the good mm-hmm. things I have are from you. Amen. Yeah. So don't forget that this week as you're looking around. Look for God's fingerprints in your life. Just look for him and you'll find him. 
So here's the question that we have for you. How can you apply this verse to your life this week? How can you talk to God about showing you the way of life, about finding the joy in his presence and looking forward to the, the pleasures, the blessings he has for you? Well, thanks for taking time to join us today. To support us and learn more about our upcoming Your Kingdom Purpose Women's Workshop, visit loveandencouragement.com. We'll be back next week as we continue to offer you words of encouragement that remind you of God's awesome love.